Yeah. This the Prince of the Nightlife, DJ Melly Mel. Now tuned into the biggest. Chanel, Simone, April B. Fluhead, Gruhead Podcast. Are you dumb? NYC, the ATL. Yeah, Brooklyn, what up? Yo, what's good, everyone? It is your favorite Brooklyn baddies. It is the Fluhead, Gruhead Podcast. Where worlds collide, no matter where you reside. Ew. <laughs> You know we love saying that. And y'all, and we say this every episode, but we're going to keep saying it every episode. But this episode, it's different. We got... We even gotta introduce you right now. It's it's Vito, baby! Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Hold on, we gotta do the... You okay. can't hear it, but it's the round of applause. Gotcha. It's the round of applause. Gotcha. Well, thank right. you, thank you, ladies, for having me. I'm happy to be here. No, thank for you sure. for coming. Absolutely. We really appreciate Absolutely. it. So before we get into the nitty gritty, the steak and potato. Okay. We're gonna start with our icebreaker. So we like to play a game called First Class Versus Coach. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now the objective of the game is you're gonna choose these options in this big bowl that only has like five things in it. Um, when you take it out, it's gonna give you two options. If you like it, it's gonna be first class. If you don't like it, it's gonna be coach. Okay. Now, if you cannot choose, you gotta take a shot. <laughs> oh wow. <laughs> Of the what's the name? Yeah, right. of the, shout out to Bame Vodka in the building. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So, all right, so. All right, so. Yeah, we're gonna shake it up for you. So if I do like it first class, if I don't, don't go like to coach. It's coach. And if I don't, if I can't choose. If you so. like what, how dare y'all? Right. You gotta take a shot. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. All, right. all right, so pick one. April. You gotta read it out loud. Dispatching versus driving. Oh, oh, wait. Oh. Don't you I didn't. I never put it in there. Oh, no. <laughs> I will put it before first class. <laughs> He's like, wait. I'm like, what? Oh, I never took it. Yeah. Like, now he about to go look up dispatching. Look at that. You have some good one in here. You ready? Yeah. <laughs> I think. Yo, no, that's funny. <laughs> okay, let's go you know, we got mad. You listen. Ooh, we, we, um, here, here. we got mad people in the studio. So shout out to Jalisa in the building from the girls. And shout out to Ramal, his manager in the building. So just right. you know, it's a family affair. Right. Right. So okay, I got one. This is easy, by the way. Um, American Idol versus The Voice. Oh. American Idol. We gonna see you at the coach. The Voice. Oh, we gonna, uh, gonna put you in first class. Now nah, we know why. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. Gotta know it. Okay. Now listen. Of course, we put that in there. If you don't know. Of course, Vito was on The Voice. We all seen you sing um, Boyfriend. Yeah, that was right. crazy. Yeah, yeah. Right, right. My rendition of Boyfriend. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so, we know American Idol created greats like Ruben Stutter, Fantasia, Jennifer Hudson. Facts, But, facts, you know, absolutely. he got he had to take it where it all began, you know? Yeah, yeah. He got to take it to the roots. The Voice was dope. I think it was a little more different because um, they really, like I said, they had to focus on The Voice. They didn't mm-hmm, know what yeah. you look, they didn't know what you looked like mm-hmm. when you came from. All they knew was what you sounded like. Um, right. And I thought that was, that was pretty dope to actually implement that into, you know, basically, mm-hmm. you know, doing, going to American Idol. As soon as you walk in, you might have some crazy <laughs> Yo, clothes. <laughs> you might have some crazy clothes on and they start laughing. Like, you yeah. know what I mean? So, um, have you right. ever considered American Idol? Nah, I never did. Mm. I mean, honestly, I never really considered any competition shows. Even The Voice was one of those shows where I was like, nah, I don't really want to. I don't want to do it because I don't want to make it a competition. It's already bad enough. Like mm-hmm. the fans and supporters put everybody against each other. So I was like, these competition shows just kind of add their fuel to the flame. But yeah. I mean, I, it was definitely something that was really dope and taught me a lot, though. Okay, okay. gotcha. Right. You gotta pick again. Okay, I gotcha. I ain't baby girl. Oh, look. Oh, that's crazy. <laughs> oh. I don't even know what it wow. is. What it is? <laughs> oh man. Okay, you gotta read it. Usher versus Chris Brown. Ooh! Ooh. Now, you got to pick. So yeah. we had. I got to um, pick? You, no. No, well, well, listen. No, we would rather you tell, pick. Okay. Tell him why we're saying it. So okay. why we're saying this? Because we had a guest on our show. Shout out to Highland Star. Okay. Highland Star came in the building. The homie was happening. Right. Yeah. And he was just so distraught. What? <laughs> what? How dare you? Those right. are my bros. So this has been a legendary versus that people. Mm-hmm are talking about and it's in the sense of we need to know and you're close to both of them mm. um as far as the verses he's in okay as far as this actual as this. Versus Chris. um you know man for me it's kind of iffy because it's like I, I look at it like this that wouldn't be a chris it wouldn't be you know it, mm-hmm. it wouldn't be a chris brown if it wasn't for usher you mm-hmm. know 
Usher, Michael Jackson, Usher, you know mm-hmm. things like that. Um, I just feel like it's they're, they're kings in their own right. But man, it's, it's it's extremely tough. But if I had to pick somebody, I would probably I would R and B wise, real, I would go with Usher. They call me U S H E R. And I say and I say that because <laughs> I say that because it's like um. Usher's he he takes his time when he releases music, so mm-hmm. he might put little fillers out here and this and the third, which where Chris Brown releases great music, but it's like great, it's all the time, it's yeah. sporadic, mm-hmm. it's like yeah. all over the place. Mm-hmm. And I feel like um I still feel like this there's, there's no R and B album that's better than Confessions to me. Right. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Got you. Yeah. And okay. I, the numbers speak for itself. Um, the longevity in the in the game mm-hmm. speaks for itself. Uh, the the immense. Um, yeah. You know, the, the being able to just be mm-hmm. cool and still stay relevant after all these years. Got you. Um, is also a thing. And big shouts out to the homie Chris as well. It's the same. It's like it's that's why I say it's extremely hard. But if you want to go and say, "Hey, who the best dancer?" Oh, I gotta get it to Chris. Oh. Like, I, I just do. I mean, it's no, it's no style of dance the man can't do. Like. He can, you know. There's no style. There's no style. Yeah, it's really no Harlem shade. Everything. So I mean, you know, each one of them got their. um, Mm -hmm. They got they got those things that they are absolutely, without a doubt, great at. Right. So I think that's what makes them both great. Nah, but I would would probably have to do. Yeah, I would do that. Go ahead. Two more in there. All right. I guess. See, I should dance like I'm grown. I ain't got time for this. Like, let me just do it. Yeah. Okay. Marrying the love of your life at seventeen. Versus marrying the love of your life at 35. Marry the love of your life at 17 to coach. Um, marry the love of your life at 35 for sure. Mm, yeah. Break that First down. First class. Yeah. Um, at 17, I was outside. <laughs> yeah, I was. <laughs> Marriage? Nah. 17 I, 17, I was trying to, I was, man, so focused on like trying to be something, figure out my life and this, that, mm-hmm. the third. The last thing, if I did have a girlfriend, she, it was, she was support. It was, I had you there for support for, to help me figure this out. We weren't even talking about marriage at that point. But I feel like at 35, um, you have so much foundation established on your own. Now that's when you start. You can start mm-hmm. building. You can start yeah. building the house. Mm-hmm. I mean, you right. know, when you lay foundation and concrete, it takes times for it to actually um, get hard and actually yeah. basically set in. So I feel like 17, 35. That's the that's the pouring of the foundation. And 35 is when you start building the house together. Right. 35 is like, all right, now yeah, come on, you yeah. ain't. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I mean, even, even then, don't don't rush it because 35 is still is still like no no because you got man 35. You, you a man go, better not come to me at 35. 35. <laughs> but you got to think about it. Some people like at 35, man, it's a lot of 35 year olds ain't even really stepped into their career path. Like for real. It's some people, some 35 year olds, they don't, they don't step people 40, 50 years old. They just now really stepping into man, that. They Yo, this, pop, pop this is what then? I really want to know. Not really because it's like, it's, it's real. It's like, you know, mm-hmm. at 50 years old, I, somebody became a millionaire. This was their dream. It took you 50 years to get here. Mm-hmm. Guess what, though? You got more knowledge than the person that got a million at 25. That's You're going to keep that million. You know? So I feel like, you know, the, the longer it takes, just me, let, the, let that process <laughs> brew, baby. Don't, don't rush it. Don't Long rush story it. short, you know more at 35 than 17. Yeah. Absolutely. Got don't you. Don't wait until 50. <laughs> no, 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 don't wait. Well, you know, Vito about But don't no. wait on nobody, though. Don't wait on nobody. Last one. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Ooh. Oh, artist versus songwriter. I'm gonna have to take a shot on that. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm gonna take a shot on with you. I'm gonna take a shot. We don't ever turn down a shot. Yeah, because they go hand in hand. Ooh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. ooh, you ooh, like ooh, ooh. I'm gonna be Break, 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 break it down. I know they go one without the other, mm. and we're gonna ask you that more yeah. so in depth with the questions. But right. we knew we was gonna get you on that. Yeah. Oh, for sure, you knew that. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I knew what y'all were doing. Y'all knew what y'all were doing. Right. Mm-hmm. So we wanna break it down. Yeah. Um. Okay. So I would say the artist is, you know, the person that tells the story. Mm-hmm. Um, the person who who's the face of it. The songwriter is the person who actually. Has been through it. The songwriter is the person with the actual experience. Mm. So um, that's why it's you know it's it's important for artists to learn how to write songs, go through some shit, like go through some stuff, you know, have some heartbreaks, have some ups and downs, 
because that that makes for really really great stories. Mm-hmm. Be a be a listening shoulder to people because I write songs all the time about pe- other people's situations. Um, I think the artist, if the, if an artist can be a songwriter, he's absolutely he is. What do you call it? He's needed. Mm. You can't fire me. You, can't, I, you need me. I'm a songwriter. You know what I'm saying? It's mm-hmm. like if there's only one guy in this room that know how to connect these lights, you can't fire him because if so, we're going to be in the dark. Right. You know right. what I'm saying? So it's like that's why you have to create, give yourself um, that skill and that trait so that you are a necessity. Mm-hmm. Being a songwriter is much more, uh, being an artist is much more, um, much more, tangible when you are where when you're also a songwriter i got you when you write a song you said you know you write help tell other people's story mm. if i come up to you let's say i got i got the money i'm like yo Vita, i need you to write me this song mm-hmm. yo, okay. this man pissed me off i'm about to slap him okay but i'm in love with him figure it out <laughs> i mean right that's that's really is that, is that that's, all you re- need? that's really all you need yeah that's really all you need is the brief synopsis okay he mad at you i might ask you why he mad at you why you, why you mad? No, you actually, you what you know, but see, that's the, but see, <laughs> see, that's the, that's, that's the, the potatoes yeah, right there. So everything uh-huh. else is like, okay, this whole song, she been mad, she been pissed off mm-hmm. at him, but for what? So the the people want to know why. why? Want to know why? You can't just give them, uh, you know, a beginning and not a middle and an ending. So mm. you gotta kind of, it's a, it's a whole climate. All right, here we go. Yeah. Okay, he didn't ask me what I wanted to eat. Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I would say, well, baby. You know, some you might want to start snacking throughout <laughs> <laughs> the day. You don't start snacking throughout the day. Snacking, you should have been snacking. Because if he asks you, you was lacking. If babe. he asks you what you want to eat, <laughs> and if he don't ask you what you want to eat, it probably gonna still be a problem. Mm, yeah. It is So help you yeah. make up my mind It is Cause I ain't got time No Yo stop playing That's gonna Yo, be a song please don't encourage <laughs> <laughs> No that be the A, a big issue Nah yeah. yeah Oh, Women are complex Women are hangry yeah, Women are complex We don't uh, eat Very very complex Give us a Snickers Give us a Snickers yeah. I don't pick the I don't pick the place to eat I say whatever you wanna do Whatever you wanna do Smart man I'm Whatever, with it. whatever you, you wanna want. do Yep mm. Well I don't really know I'm like Alright well baby when you, when, you, when you figure it out Let me know Okay Cause if I say let's go here, nah. <laughs> <laughs> well, what about this? Now nah, we went there last time. I'm like, okay, well, you know what? It's on you. Whatever you want. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I got you. Take notes. Take notes. Well, people, that was first <laughs> class versus, versus cone. You know, you did good. Uh-huh. Right. You know, we had you a little. Uh, uh, uh. Listen. A little you? stuck. A little mm-hmm. stuck. It did have me stuck a little bit. A little stuck. <laughs> All right. So now, time for the flu here, grew here part of this. So, okay. what flu here, grew here was created for was for us to basically talk about where we were born how that shaped us and then moving to Atlanta or the South or wherever and how that helped you grow. Right. So tell us a little bit about where you're from, how that helped you kind of get into your career path and then moving to Atlanta and what that did for you as well. Um, I'm from Michigan, Ben Harbor, born and raised. Um, Anybody know what Ben Harbor is? It's it's one of them places where you know it's mm-hmm. little, you really it's just really spread your wings. You gotta move. Okay. Mm-hmm. You gotta leave. Um, but what what Ben what Ben Harbor, Michigan taught me was, um, like I said before, foundation. It taught me hard work. It taught me like, you know, every day as a black man, you gonna have to fight regardless. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, and we fought like physically, like. You know, mm. growing up in the projects, that was like a fight for, that was a fight for your respect. That was a fight for, um, you know, not being bullied, a fight for whatever, like a fight for whatever you was fighting for. And it goes hand in hand today. Um, even as a, you know, a songwriter, as an artist, you know, we fight for different rights right now as, as artists and songwriters. Yeah. We fight for things as creators. And it's it's an ongoing fight. And that's one of the things that Ben Harbor has always taught me is you going to, Forever be fighting in this in this world, so we're gonna mm-hmm. teach you how to fight now. Yeah. Okay. Um yeah. and moving to Atlanta just kinda like opened every door for me. I mean I I moved here when I was like fourteen. Mm-hmm. Thirteen years old, uh thirteen, fourteen years old. And um I moved because I was fighting. Yeah. <laughs> Physically. Physically fighting. Physically. Um uh-huh. in the streets, running around with the wrong wrong crew. Got kicked out of uh pretty much every school that would accept me. Wow. Um, and it was just time, man. You know, at, at and this is very important for any um, women or men that's listening. Like when you have young boys, there becomes a time in that young man's life where he will need a male figure, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. a dominant, stern um, male figure in his life that is going to be there because that's what I needed at, thir- at 13 years old. Yeah. And my mom called my dad and was like, hey, look. 
You know, remember that deal we made a long time ago? I ain't know. I ain't know. Listen, I ain't know they made this deal. You even need to know. They 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 had an unofficial parent deal. Unofficial like deal when parents split and they had that kid. It's like, all right, when he turned twelve, he gets to that. When he gets to the point, yeah, when he gets to the point where you can no longer and you feel like you can no longer handle him or teach him how to be a man. Call me, and that's what she did. And he came and got me. So your dad was in Atlanta. No, my dad. My dad was in Atlanta. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. okay. So he came down and he drove from Atlanta down to actually Indiana at the time I was living, and he got me and was like, "Yo, let's go." Mm. Like, yo, we'll be. We'll be. <laughs> oh, so you didn't even know <laughs> you know, you know no, where he's not, going? Not even. Oh. A, no, I was kicking game. I'm like, I'm, ah, I'm outside with the homie. I'm like, hey, yo, pops, pops pulled up, up. Yeah, like that. <laughs> yeah, pops pulled up. <laughs> I'm thinking he just in the area. Like, oh. yo, you just gonna stop by? Nah, this was a whole, this was a whole uh, scenery change for me. I left all my friends. Mm-hmm. Um, I left all like everything that I had. Like, as far as everything that I, he felt I didn't deserve because I wasn't doing. Mm-hmm. What I was supposed to yeah. do. So he literally left it. So was yeah. your bags packed? What happened? My mama had some bags packed, oh. but it was the oh. min- it was minimal. It was like it was the essentials. It was the essentials. <laughs> it was some you. socks, some underwear, yeah. right. oh. night clothes. Your daddy gonna buy right. stuff when you yeah. get there. So. What was that moment like? Were you angry at her? Like, was you like, come on, like mom? Like, you mm. know, mama, like, how you gonna do this to me? I, w- I was kind of, I was a yeah. little, I was a little angry mm-hmm. because at first it's like you know, it's like a child, a kid, you taking out of that element from which like, all your friends, friends and stuff all my there. friends, mm-hmm. everybody I've grown to love, and it's like man, but. The, the longer I was in Atlanta, I started to see the bigger picture mm-hmm. because shortly after I moved, a lot of my friends started getting locked up, going to prison. Mm. Um, Twenty years, right. started getting killed. People start they start having babies, like dropping out of school, yeah. things like that. It was so like whoa, life got real. It real. was drastic. Yeah, you you know at that age, that twelve, yeah, thirteen, fourteen, 14, fifteen, it can be very detrimental be, man, to the crazy. rest of your life. So and that's what that what, what it did for me. So I was saying a couple years, you know, two three years had passed, went by. I'm like, okay, now I'm 16. Mm-hmm. And you realize that I'm young, young too. too. Yeah. It didn't even take you 20. Nah, you nah. realize that at 16. That's nah, crazy. Because I was always independent, and my dad, my dad allowed me. He really. I had no choice but to be independent with him. Right. When you with your mama, she gonna hold your hand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What they say, mamas, the, mamas and they sons, sons, they raise their daughters. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So. Yeah. So that's what it was, man. And and I realized the, the how drastic I needed that change to happen. Right. Because I'd probably be locked up somewhere with the mm-hmm. niggas or dead somewhere because right. we was doing some dumb shit back then. Exactly. Yeah. So who realized you could sing? Did you realize? Like, oh yeah, I knew I could sing. Um, I was shy. I was real shy though. I was, mm-hmm. yeah, I was like 10, 10 years old, 19 years old. I was so you shy. was the homie in the hood singing Jodeci. Who? <laughs> nah, yeah, yeah, I was like. <laughs> nah, it's funny. I was on the corner like, yeah. yo, like, why we waiting for this Right, nah. Like, hey, yo, Vino, sing. Wait, what was your name back then? Ooh, we, here you go. Come on. Uh, see, man, I could, we, I had, we had a few, it. we had a few, I had a few. Um, Just give us one. Oh wow! This was uh, it was the most one that you like. If they ever call me that ever again today, <laughs> I will. Playboy V. Playboy V. <laughs> hey, yo, yo, Playboy hey. V. Yo, nigga, Playboy V. Yo, come yo. sing that song. Yo, but nah, uh, <laughs> yo, but sing that new usher. <laughs> go ahead, go ahead, do that thing. That's Playboy. What, that was, what was crazy, man, is I had I had ran through so many names, and mm-hmm. what was what was funny is the name that I should have just went with the first time was it's right in my face. It's my dad's name, Vito. That's my dad's name. I'm oh. Big Vito. I'm Lil, I'm you love Vito. I'm Lil Vito. He Big, Big Vito. Vito. Okay. So and it was just like, why well, I me? Mean, why no? Why not just call? You call myself what everybody called me already, Vito. Instead of trying, but you, to but you wanted to be Playboy B, and you, you know light skin too. You know the older you get, the darker you get yeah. too. So I was a little lighter back then too. Oh, oh, light. He was really Playboy B back then. Yo, you thought you was part of like Pretty Ricky or something? <laughs> I, I, I thought I was. This, I thought I was uh, in a group with Usher. I thought I was in a group with Chris Brown, Pretty <laughs> Ricky. I thought I was in a group with every you know young, every young artist that came up. I was like, yo, what? Oh, 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 that. Everything. Oh, he was battling everybody too. I bet you. Nah, it was fun. Um, actually, what was crazy? I, I was the only guy in my hood. I sang all the hooks on the song. No matter what the song was about, was it about hood song. Yo, I, we knew it. Song. Stop yeah. playing. We gonna shoot him up. Shoot him. Everything. <laughs> now you, why you, you laughing? That's the real right. way. Yeah. That is the real. Like R. Kelly, Jay Z type yeah, thing. Yeah, like, absolutely. What Jaru said. Every thug needs a lady. lady. Yeah, man. <laughs> No, and that was that was that's just how that's how it happened, and um, um, and I just I just kept it going, you know. A lot of a lot of people, like I said, ended up getting locked up and doing mm-hmm. all this, but I personally needed that move because I was able to keep it going. At what moment did you know, like, 
yo, this singing thing might really be serious. Mm. I always knew it. Oh, when I wrote my first song, I wrote my first song when I was twelve. Wow. I was like, yeah, this is what I want to do. Like, I said, this is. Eh, I ain't really interested in going to college. Mm-hmm. Wasn't interested in being a police officer. None of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, none of that. You know that little that little thing. Yeah. You try to throw kids at school. What do you want to be? You want to be a fireman? Career day. Nah, I wanted to be. I wanted to be a, a musician. I wanted to be an artist, a songwriter, right. and mm-hmm. that's when I knew. Okay. Was your first song about a girr Yeah. Everybody body song. Yeah, R&B yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> R&B, R&B is love, man. R&B is, what was her you name? know. Well, I, I don't remember it now. Oh, okay. I'm sure. <laughs> it probably was a, it probably was about a few at uh, <laughs> that time. <laughs> right now. I had a few things that easy I said last night. But no, um it was definitely a song about uh, about a chick though, for sure. Okay. You know, I can see it's so cute. Oh. Playboy <laughs> v. you have it. Playboy V in the building. <laughs> okay. Now you should have watch what I see one time. I'm gonna be at that. Will um, we see you out? No, no, no. Uh you bet A. I'm be like, who's I'm like, excuse me, can you get I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, hey, bro, who the hell is this behind me? Who is this behind me? <laughs> Your manager gonna be like, oh, them them two Brooklyn girls. Yeah. I love it. You know, now that we know, you know, your background, how did you come up? We love the nickname, y'all. Please don't go around calling. Yeah, him don't that. do that. That's oh, nah, I won't. Strictly, I won't respond. He would not respond, yeah, babe. You gotta, respond. you gotta be known in hood to call him that. Yeah, you gotta be. Yeah, you, you gotta, gotta have a couple stripes, yeah, couple stripes, and a couple teardrops. <laughs> he big and swole. He likes, but bring, bring him in. Yeah, you got to be. Yeah, you got yeah, to be like him. Right. So we know once again, you 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 dominate this this R and B industry, thank you, thank and you, we yeah we seeing you from the voice to now, it's like wow. You know, dreams are real. Yeah, definitely be intentional. Yeah, you know <laughs> like, the vibes. Come on, baby. We'll yeah. Right about you know about what you want. So let's talk about R and B music today, right? Okay. So we we keep hearing this that oh R and B is dead. Oh my God, nobody. We, I, I want the nineties, the early two thousand. Mm. So the whole R and B is dead conversation seems to be an ongoing topic. However, right? Right. So. Yourself, what do you think R&B needs in order for the people to believe in it again? Um, they just need to give it a chance to evolve. Mm. Um, you know, it's the reason why you know you don't have rappers sounding the same. Mm-hmm. It's the reason why you don't have country artists sounding the same. Like R&B just evolves, man. That you know, people just have to be able to say, "Hey, man, you know what? It's 2023. You know, people ain't out here wearing." You know what you used to wear in the '90s. They ain't out here singing like that no more. Mm-hmm. However, love is still love, and it can be. It, it can come across the same. It's just it's just the messenger is different. Right. That's all. I think that um people just need to give it a, a listening ear. Um, because the love is there, mm-hmm. and it's some it's some really dope R&B artists out there that um are really like myself that are really holding that torch and you know really creating really really great R&B. Yeah. Um, but I think that's that's the only thing that's missing, and and. To to the radios and and all these platforms that will exploit everything but R and B, you really don't need to say nothing. Exactly. Yep. It was a time where R and B was taking over hip hop. Yeah, absolutely. That's because guess what? People weren't afraid. They were not afraid to be in love. They were not afraid to to be vulnerable. People were like. It's okay to be to have one woman. Like it's cool. Mm-hmm. It's cool to sing about being married. It's cool to sing about yeah. starting a family and raising. You know, it's cool to sing about that type of stuff. I think now um, it has been uncool because all we hear on the radio waves is, you know, yeah, that, it's that, shooting yeah. my bang bang, yeah. cheat on her, uh, everything. So. We got holes and blah yeah, blah blah. Absolutely. So I think just give it, just give it, uh, you know, a fair shot. Give R- the R and B a fair shot, and. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'm, I'm talking about a real fair shot. A real shot. fair shot. Not no, all right, let me see what you got. Yeah. Nah, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> start no, listening me, to people's full projects. Yeah, start exploring. Yeah. Let the masses, masses. Let the masses mm-hmm. um, decide if it's hot or not. Because at the end of the day, there's too many gate. It's too many people playing gatekeepers who mm-hmm. really have lost touch anyway. Yep. So yep. you really don't even, you don't really even in touch with what's, what's hot and what's not. Only thing you plan is what you think is hot. Right. And yep. So that's I think, true. I think if you let the masses, you know, decide on that, we'll, we will begin. We'll get further. Yeah. You spoke about how you know there was a time in R and B where people were not afraid to speak about positive love, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And one of the things like me and Chanel talk about with your music is like when we listen to a Vito song or a Vito project. Thank from you. start to finish, it feels like you're giving like hope to love. Absolutely. Like, yeah. So, what made you decide like you know what? 
Because even like some R&B dudes, they trying to go the rap route and talk about that. What made you decide, no, I'm going to stick to talking about uplifting, supporting, uh, really encouraging love versus the toxic type of love that they want to speak right. about? I mean, that's, that's, all, that's all I've really, that's all I've wanted to sing about. Like, it's, I've always been that, that, that person to always just like want, you know, want to sing, love, sing about love and sing about just positive, you know, relationships and things like that. And, and the truth be, to be honest with you, it's just to not have someone mm-hmm. is boring. Like it's right. very boring. It's very taxing. It's um, you know, you you find yourself in all these different situations when you're trying to do all this and juggle this and juggle that. Mm-hmm. I think it's just it's just. I think it's it's healthier when you can you you know you have one person that you got to deal with. Right. And you're more can, successful. And that right. way you, that way you can focus on you can focus on getting to the bag. <laughs> yep. Exactly. You, know, you, can yeah. focus, you can focus on um running your business the right mm-hmm. way. Yep. Um, and don't get me wrong, like I say, you, this, the, that one person might not be that person, but it's that person for the season. Right. But I right. think everybody, I think everybody should find a, their person for that season. If, and if they, if they've expired for the next season, that's cool. That's yeah. life. Mm-hmm. Period. But always your your goals are always. I have me a person. You know, I told April this when we was talking about. You know, we was meeting you today. I was like, yo, you know who Vito remind me of? Jaheen. No. Oh, Right, Josh. but you know what though? I ain't put that one first. We gotta get that bag down, and then we can talk about that. Because like, somebody said he put that woman I'm first, like, and now he did it. Yo, that's exactly what she said. She right. said somebody said Jaheen ain't been right since he put that. <laughs> no, nah, but, but Jaheen was Jaheen was a, yeah, he's a, he's a but legend though. In the though. sense of how you uplift women, yeah, like, yeah. the industry did him wrong too. By the way, yeah, they did. Him we, wrong. Know, yeah, we, we know, we know, we know. But you we know, know, when you listen to Jaheen, it's like everything is I about a woman. Anything. Anything, anything love just in case just in case i change for you, you. Right, so when right. i hear about you constantly and what praising that women, it makes you smile it do right? we be you, like this r&b singers i'm not going to my concerts and seeing 85 percent niggas in the crowd i'm seeing 95 percent women in the crowd so why wouldn't i cater to my core fan base mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know and the we thing is and the thing is like you know women all we don't y'all don't always want to hear about Getting your back, back blown out in this and the uh-huh, third. I mean, it's too good. Much it's, yeah, it's good, but yeah, I mean, look, I want to be, be loved on. Yeah. Okay, I want to be rubbed on. You want to be, you know, you want those, you want those, right. those, those whisper those sweet nothings in your ear to make you feel like, oh wow. Let me know. Let me yeah. tell you how I knew Vito was about man. like love, based on the covers he was doing. Okay. When he, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. can I tell you my favorite cover you ever What's did? That? And I listen to this song every day. It never gets skipped, at least once a day, at least. When you did the cover of Janae Aiko's P Fairy. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. I listened to she that. Freaked too, she freaked too. She freaked too. That's one of my most freaky ones. <laughs> freaky one. Listen. But no, when you did Braid My Hair, Let Me Love. You know, hair. I love yeah, that. Yeah, but yeah. I'm yeah. telling you, like, the covers, I was like, oh, he really believed in, like, yeah. catering to Absolutely. a woman. Like, loving, yeah. you know, all of that stuff. So it's really good to see an artist, you know, especially R&B, of course. Yeah. Do that. Yeah, so I mean, it's just that's just how I was raised, man. I just I love I love women. You know, I love mm-hmm, making them smile. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? At the end of the day, that's my fan base, that's my core fan base. I love them, they love me. So Right. And um one thing that you talked about too was, you know, earlier with the first class versus coach, we talk about being an artist and songwriter. Mm-hmm. So we know you the written for many. Of course, Usher, of mm-hmm. course, Chris thank Brown, you, and you. so much more. Blessed to be a part talk about the discipline you have when creating someone else's vision while also waiting for your moment as well mm. so let's talk about it in a sense of you write a you you write a hit right right and let's say it's time for you now it might not get the praise and, and it could be because of the artist right. or whatever it may be right, I got you. but we know this song is fire like hey this is veto but you don't get the same praise as mm. it so talk about that i don't know if it's a frustration or it's just well, so i mean the thing it's it's all for me it's timing Right. Yeah, and okay. that's what I was gonna say. What if it's like faith yes. mm-hmm. that your moment is still gonna. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think that you know when you, when you come to a place in, in your career, especially as an artist, you're like, all right, look. Well, I know I ain't finna get all these top playlists, right? Mm-hmm. But look, give me what you got. We're gonna work. With, we're gonna work with it, and I'm gonna keep on working mm-hmm. because at some point, I'm gonna have, I'm gonna get one, mm-hmm. and you ain't gonna have no choice. But mm-hmm. to get yeah, one. right, right, <laughs> so, right, right. Yeah, so I feel like um, you know when you when you writing songs for another artist and it's going and they getting go it's going crazy, getting awards. Oh, songwriter mm-hmm. for this song, but it ain't mm-hmm. your song. Mm-hmm. That's just a stepping stone to um, you know to you now you being in that spotlight because now at the end of the day, when a song is a hit, what's the first thing you do? When 
the song is a hit when it come on. Yo, who wrote this song? Yeah. Okay, I was just I was who, gonna say that, but I don't know if I was wrong. Yeah, who, like, who, who is it? Who, who, who yeah, produced who this produced song? It? Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. Let me look at the credits. Mm-hmm. And then when you go up there and you see Wilbur Vito McCoy the third, you're like, who is this with this long ass name? Who is Wilbur? Right. You go type it in. Oh, that's Vito. Vito. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So it's like, oh, you know, and it's like, man, let me go check. If he wrote this, who who is he right for? Exactly. And it's, oh, mm-hmm. then he did this too. So it's just like it just opened doors to, you know, more people to see you and people to hear you. Um so I don't I don't feel a way. Um I I if I can say that it get frustrating at times mm-hmm. when it's like, man, you know, we finna drop another album. Ah oh, man, okay, all right. But you know what, though, I look at it, I was dropping albums for free. Mm-hmm. I was I was doing shows for nothing. I was right. performing mm-hmm. in front of people. Gotta who, look at the bigger picture. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, was, I was performing in front of people who was having their own side conversations, wasn't even paying attention to me mm-hmm. for free. Mm-hmm. So now I'm in a place to where I can go do paid shows. People buy my album, streaming my albums. I'm I'm traveling all around the world. Like it might not be, it might not be you know selling out fifty thousand stadiums, mm-hmm. but it mm-hmm. might be fifteen hundred. Right. Yeah. It might be a thousand. You know what I mean? So. Um, I look at all that as like, man, it's just a step. It's, everything is a that's a step above what it was last album. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that um, and it don't matter how many people at a veto show because nah, it's, it's gonna be it's the, gonna be lit. We, like we, if you sell five hundred tickets, <laughs> man, get a five hundred venue. Yep. <laughs> so that thing look packed. <laughs> no, artists are really struggling now to sell tickets. Mm-hmm. So yeah. talk about how like you constantly connect with your fan base enough that they're so loyal to you yeah. because it is a drought right now for artists. I mean, yeah. we done spent fourteen hundred dollars on Beyonce. We ain't got no more money for no concerts coming up. Like, nah, I mean, you know what? For me, man, um, first it's the music. Mm-hmm. It's the music that they they can connect to and connect to connect through me as mm-hmm. well. You can connect to me through my music. Um, but it's also for me is, you know, it, you know, a lot of people say, "Yo, you gotta." And my manager gets on me all the time about this, man. You gotta work social media, man. You gotta. Uh, I'm like, it is. that ain't really my thing, though. But guess what? what? They gonna come to them shows. <laughs> we don't really. He don't really go live on IG like that. He don't really do this. But mm-hmm. we get to go see him now. Mm-hmm. It's like, man, it's that element of surprise. He talk about this in his music. We love the way he speaks. He, I love that he's a family oriented man. Mm-hmm. Ooh, whatever you feel about him, but damn, what? It's something else about Vito. Mm-hmm. I just don't give him everything. You you doing um, fan photos like Chris Brown at your shows? I can't do that. Oh. Yeah, you, you my girl from the Bronx. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh! Yeah. Um, okay, um, next got, question. And she, got, and Look, she got a razor blade. Yeah, I, was I was just about to say, and, 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 and it's right in the back of her, uh, right oh. in the back of her mouth. Nah, yeah. Nah, she, look, sh- nah, shout out to her. Mm, you know look, girl, call me. me. <laughs> call her. Can't do it. Y'all look, know Brooklyn was something? Yeah, Baby. Crazy. Oh, look, next question. Yeah, Bronx, look. Next, look, next question. Uh, <laughs> um, you spoke about being a family-oriented man, right? So, um, and your story, honestly, I think is why a lot of, of people fell in love with you on The Voice um, and watching your journey over time, um, because we got to see some of your family. Your mom mm-hmm. was there with you, um, but uh, a. F- you know, she was going through her own battle of illness right. at the time. Mm-hmm. Can you tell us the emotional state you were in with having to be, as, as some would say, some of the height of your career right, on The right, Voice, right, right. but still having to deal with some of the hardship of watching your mom go through that? Mm-hmm. Oh, man, it was kind of, it was just bittersweet. It's like, man, you know how you, it's almost kind of like, you know, you you win in the race, you at the Olympic, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's like you, ah, man, gold medal. You first place, and then the referee comes and say, "Hold up, nah, we we think you cheated a little bit. Mm. Let me let's take that back. Let's go watch this videotape real quick." Now it's like, damn, I was I was right, right there. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. damn, how you gonna like that? You just killed my whole. You know I mean, that's just kind of how that felt. It's like, you know, at the pinnacle, you're at the top, and then it's like, I right, well, remember, you still finna it's finna still finna be one of your darkest moments. Damn, mm-hmm. you know, I man, that's just kind of how it was for me, but. um I just kind of like I kept going because that's all she wanted what, what, what wanted me to do mm-hmm. is right. keep going. Um, that's what she actually said. Like mm-hmm. nigga, you nigga, you, <laughs> nigga, you better keep, keep going. going. <laughs> it's like past life, yeah. Like, life. You yeah. Still yeah going. So yeah, and that was that's all the motivation I needed was those words right there. Nigga, right. you better, nigga, you better Nick, keep going. Yo, right. next time somebody needs some inspiration, nigga, nigga, you better keep going. Right, right. I'm trying to tell you, that's all I need. I'm like, hey, shit, say less, say less. That's it. Yep. So say how, that, baby. Right. Right. how was your mental state now? 
Oh, it's good. It's good. It's better now. Um, I had my I had my daughter. She's three. Mm-hmm. Um, that was that, that was, was a beautiful story. Yes, and how you yeah. um named your Drop album, them, everything. Mm-hmm. Loved it. Yeah, that was yeah. So that was she. She filled a really like um that hole that, that felt really, like yeah, something was missing. The yeah, real like void that I was missing. This is like that unconditional love. You know, mm-hmm. the only person that really gives you unconditional love is your mother and your child. And your child. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of like how it was. Like there's no condition. She loved you no matter what. Wake up, whether I'm up or I'm down, whether I'm rich or poor, she mm-hmm. gonna love me forever. No conditions. So, um, she definitely uh, did that for me. Right. Yeah. And if your mom was still here today, what would you what would you think she would say about to you right now? I know she'd be man, she'd be crazy. First of all, she had whatever she want. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, you know, she have everything. Uh, but mm-hmm. she she would be she would just she and she was she was real like humble and quiet. She didn't really get too excited about things. All she mm-hmm. says, I'm proud of you, nigga. I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you, nigga. Like, stop playing. I'm proud of you, nigga. Yeah. What's up, 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 yeah. All right. We have a fan question. What's happening? Okay, shout out to Tahira from Brooklyn, yes. New York. I told him the story 30 times. Tahira, Tahira this is for you. This is for you. Vito. Tahira, oh my what's up, baby? Yes, oh, this we is gonna for have you. Shrink that and send it to her. If I call her after this, but Listen. this is for you. Okay, so she says, hello, Vito. <laughs> Your music focal point seems to be about uplifting women. Do you think you will ever compose more music that encourages men to be better in relationships? Yeah, I think I think I have I have that already. Mm. You know, they just need to listen. Yeah, I think <laughs> they just kind of need to listen. You know, it's not. You know, I'm, I don't think I'm. A, I'd make a song saying, "Hey, brother, sit down." <laughs> you gotta love that woman. Nah, you know, I don't think I'm gonna make a song like that. But it's like you know, listen to how I'm talking yeah. to her mm-hmm. and mimic. And mimic that <laughs> Yeah you know, That's that's the same It's the same effect uh, So yeah I think that's They just need to listen more that's Okay yeah. Alright her last one is Do you feel Your music makes a huge impact On our generation of women Oh yeah I do For sure <laughs> yeah. For sure A lot of people That lost a lot of weight <laughs> Right Got their degree Got their credit Get their credit huh? Huh? It's time to boss We done bossed up million, Like million 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 million. You got it. You uh, got it. All right, Fred. <laughs> Yo, that song had you in the mirror like, like I know. Got, got it. Yeah, so and it was crazy, man. That, yo, that took that's, no. Yeah, my goodness, yeah. We that's being independent uh-huh. and having a record that that really blew up like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Man, you don't want no other feeling. Like it's like you don't even want to be signed to nobody because no. you already know how I feel mm-hmm. when you know when your record goes stupid like that. Like that was a. A global smash. It was Yo. definitely. Yeah. And women involved in the school, school yeah. getting their credit together. Right, saying mm-hmm. I could do, do it. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's the definitely yeah. the bigger picture. So let's talk about your new single. Yeah. So come on, let's talk about intentional. Yes. Cause we had we've been playing it all day. I appreciate that. Thank, um, you, thank you. Another beautiful song from Vita. I mean that, a new wedding song. A new wedding song. To the list. List. You gotta know it. Got so to. tell us about um Tell us about how the song came about, and then, you know, what is so special about this single? Oh man, um, where the song came, I wrote the song. It, it was like three o'clock in the morning. Oh, Yo, was just, she asleep? Uh, actually, she yeah, she was asleep. Yo, why yeah. I felt like she was asleep? Yeah, he rolled over, sleep. looked at her, yeah. was like, I forget, man, I forget what <laughs> was what girl. I was thinking about, but I just um, obviously, of course, it, mm-hmm. that's the song is about you know being married and being in love and being intentional in your decisions you make while in love. Um, but what makes that song so special is that, like I said, it really came from a place that was sitting on my heart, and I wanted to just like get it out. Mm-hmm. So at three in the morning, I went to, I went and recorded this song in like forty five minutes. Oh wow! Probably less than what that. What you got a studio at the yeah, house? Yeah, yeah. What you doing? He drove. No, he got nah. in the car and drove to the studio. Like <laughs> yeah, I recorded it. I recorded it at my house. Recorded myself. Mm-hmm. Mixed, mixed. Oh, I'm oh, he, the girl, engineer. he the producer, the engineer, yeah, yeah, the songwriter. Yeah. Girl, he get all the bags. Absolutely um, right. All the good. all but the bags. This song is special because I feel like. You know, a lot of people <clears throat> go through go through life um and just kind of making mistakes, trying to figure it out. Mm-hmm. Like and that's just what life is about, right? Um, but I feel like when you can sit down and say, Hey, 
I'm going to intentionally do this mm-hmm. and have, you know, good intentions behind it. I think that um, things just th- things just happen the, r- the way they are supposed to happen, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, I just want to say I didn't fall in love with my fiance by mistake. Like, I fell in love with her on purpose. Mm-hmm. It was like, okay. That was the line you? for us. Yeah. That was the line. <laughs> it was like, it wasn't no like, oh, man, I just don't know what it is about her. No, I know exactly what it is about her. Mm, she from the Bronx. Bronx. Yeah, exactly <laughs> she from New York. She from New York. New York girls yeah. around yeah. so okay. every, it was my It was my intention to uh, get her pregnant. It was my intention to make her a mom. It was my intention to, um, you know, share share whatever whatever I have, share my wealth with her, it, build her up, invest mm. in whatever. She, that those are my intentions. I'm not doing that because I feel like I have to. Right. I don't have to do anything. Mm-hmm. I'm just I'm just intentional about the fact that I want to see her happy, whether it's with me or not, because she's just that great of a person. Regardless, so I mean that's why everything is intentional. From, Yo, that's you amazing. know, from my manager, I have it's in, that's mm-hmm. intentions mm-hmm. because I know the type yeah. of person he's is. He's an mm-hmm. intentional person. Right. You know, mm-hmm. people I let around my daughter, people I let around my fiance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. These are intentional people. All my friends that I have, Inten- those are my friends intentionally. Yeah. Ain't no by way of yeah. I know him. No. Mm-hmm. I don't know him. Uh, okay. So no, he can't be. I can't. I can't allow him to come mm-hmm. into my safe space. Now, however, let it down the line if. All right, he might be a cool person. All right, come on in. I intentionally let him in. Gotcha. So I, I believe that if you start letting people in that you don't really know unintentionally, that's mm-hmm. how people start. That's how know, it starts shaking. The, yep, right. yeah, shaking the tables. The cracks and exactly. things start happening and. You know, nah, so y'all keep it tight in this circle. Intentionally. Be intentional about be, everything. Yeah. Be intentional about right. everything that you do. Yeah. Oh, my God. That was beautiful. Look, God, it's me again. <laughs> <laughs> Lord, I see what you're doing for others. Right. Lord, I see no, what you're is, doing for Lord, others. I see what you're doing. Do it, right? <laughs> and I'm, I, right. I just, I'm not saying that okay. I'm thankful. Uh, yo. So listen, this guy I talk to, we always do karaoke, and I'm finna per- intentionally we play song. Intentional. Right. And, right. So he's gonna, gonna be like, like, who this? Just listen, baby. Just, just, sometimes you just gotta listen. listen. Just, sometimes you gotta listen. The answer's there. The answer's there. So I know in the beginning we played uh, First Class versus mm-hmm. Coast, but now we're about to play a quick game before we wrap this up. Yeah. Baggage claim. Baggage claim. Baggage claim. Okay. AKA being intentional. Yeah, so the right? topic ah, is like intentions. So we're gonna to give you this statement and you okay. tell us exactly what it means for you to be intentional about this specific thing okay I got you, you. want to start frank yes yeah, so we're gonna do being intentional Ooh, we said this was a good one mm-hmm. okay. stop playing mm-hmm. being intentional about time so, oh my goodness um and not like running late just no like period. your time father period. your mm-hmm. fiance mm-hmm. you're a businessman you're an artist you're all yes. of these things how do you maintain um these great relationships and being able to give a lot to other people without losing yourself in time. Um, I'm willing to sacrifice a little bit of time. Mm. I mean, that's 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 the most valuable thing in life that we have, that we are offered. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that is the ultimate sacrifice. So, um, if I'm giving you my time, that's because I really care and I want to and I love it because that is the only thing in life I cannot get back. Mm-hmm. Besides, you know, when yeah. a person pass, a passes away. So if I'm giving you my time, brother, like, please respect it. Mm-hmm. Please. Please respect it. If, you know, don't show up, you know, super late. Because at this point, it's like, you know what? You no longer, you don't, you don't, you, you know, don't respect you don't, you don't respect my time. Right. If you don't respect somebody's time, you don't respect them. Right. Mm-hmm. And also talk about time in a sense of loving on people mm-hmm. who's here one day mm-hmm. and gone tomorrow. Talk about that time. I would say time is, time is the healer of all things. Mm-hmm. Um, time, it, everything takes time. No amount of therapy, no amount of mm-hmm. people you can talk to, no amount of people, you know, no, no, it don't matter how many people come and say, oh, I've been through it, mm-hmm. I feel you, if you need somebody. Only thing you that's on your side right now is God and time. Mm-hmm. And as long as you allow both to play out simultaneously, you be good money. And I think that, uh, you know, with time, we all got to go. Right. Mm-hmm. And I think that losing my mom just kind of like put that in the forefront of my mind. Like, hey, listen, one day everybody going to be gone. Mm-hmm. So what we have to do now is we got to love on we got to love on our people while they're here. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, mu- I can honestly say that, you know, before my mom passed, I kind of took that for granted a little bit because right. yeah. mm-hmm. I was in the mix all the time, moving around, trying to make my way in my life and make things happen. And I lost track of time. And mm-hmm. like I said, that was, that's something I can't get back no matter how much money I make, 
no matter who I know, I can't get that time back. Um, so now I'm intentional about the time that I spend, the time that I give for people. Got you. Yeah. Love it. Absolutely. Um, okay, so you just spoke so beautifully about your fiance, but being intentional about dating. Especially yeah. in this Absolutely. Um, <laughs> Please. Yeah, being, being intentional when dating, man, is just being honest. Mm. That's all. It's just being honest. Like, what are your intentions with me? You just want to have sex? Okay, well, let me know that. Can you feel like you a man could change his mind if... How do you feel about that in a sense of, look, let's say a guy... Be like, look, uh, all I want is this, right? Mm-hmm. And then now all of a sudden a, a woman chooses to say, but she hoping his mm-hmm. mind could change. Right. Do you feel like, no, if that's what that's his intention, mm-hmm. this is it? I I think that. Or don't force it. Ladies, I don't would, force it. Yeah, I mean, believe him. Let's <laughs> <laughs> believe that nigga, man. Right, a lot of women feel like. They be I'm like, but no, yeah. like I'm a good person. I'm honestly believing. <laughs> Believe that nigga, man. Like I'll be honest with you. Like you, you got you got a better you got a better chance at having a long term relationship with the guy that says, "Look, I just want to smash." I'm just being honest. You're a beautiful girl. We had a good time tonight. I ain't really trying to get into nothing. I just want to smash. And mm. if you play the part of fall back, back. you're gonna be like, Yo. I mean, it, but you got a person. The, the person that comes and drop all these love bombs on you. And his mm. whole intention is he just wants smash. smash. Now you really now, now I'm like, going to jail. Right. <laughs> now so, I'm going to jail. I think I think being intentional is just telling the truth, man. Hey, look, you what you why you why you here? Look, mm. I see you having motion. You you moving. You got paper. I see you doing your thing. I, I definitely want to rock with you, but I want I want to get to where you at. Mm. Okay, so you want to learn? Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. You want you want to get some money from me? Mm-hmm. Okay. You want okay. You want to know how to build your business up? Be mm. intentional. Don't come in here. Be talking about you want to be, I love you so much, this and the third, and be trying to get some money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just be trying to get some money. Like, just be honest with what you want. Because at the end of the day, if it's transactional, let it be transactional. Mm. Don't play with my time. Don't play with my love. Don't play with my, my well-being. Because if we, we both grown, I mean, we both made the decision to get drunk. We both made the decision to do this thing here. Mm-hmm. Let's, let's make a decision together and tell the truth to each other. What That's it. Right, be, be, be intentional. Be honest. Talk about being honest and being intentional goes hand in hand. It mm. does. Talk about being intentional about mental health. Mm. Oh yeah. Oh, it's the same. Uh, be be intentional with who you let in your circle in your life, because some people are there are sent to destroy. Mm-hmm. Like you just gotta man, and then be honest with you. Sometimes it's family. The people you care about the most, the people who can, who have who got easy access to you, you know your mental health should be really priority over anything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because if your mental if your mental ain't together, you can no longer run a household. That's true. You can no longer run a business. Right. Mm-hmm. You know you start doing stuff to kind of combat the mental illness and stress that you're going through. And if, for example, drinking, yep, smoking, mm-hmm. eating. All types of vices. All types of vices because your mental health is thrown off because Mm -hmm. of, you know, something you let get into, you know, the vein, your vein, your your bloodstream. Um, So I think, yeah, being intentional, man, is just, you know, being safeguarded to the point where you're not shutting out the blessings, but you're protecting the ones that you already have. Right. Mm. I like that. (laughs) All right. Last but not least, being intentional about your careers and goals. Oh, man. Um. Be intentional about what you like. I say, man, find something you want to do and do it. Mm. Um, it's 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 too often that we and I tell my fiance this all the time. Focus on one thing. Get that going. All right. Let's figure that out first. Mm-hmm. While that's moving, let's focus on something else because there's no way possible that I could give music a hundred percent of my of. of Give a hundred percent everything, and go over here trying to do this over here, twenty percent, thirty percent of the time. I can no longer nurture this baby that I've been, I've been mm-hmm. raising up since mm-hmm. I was twelve years old. So now, I, I what am I doing? I'm um, depriving this baby of, mm-hmm. of what it needs to really truly grow and prosper. I think being intentional is to really find something you're good at and become great at it, mm. and then you sprout out. And then you and then and then you like I said, yeah. go, you know, branch off and do different things. Now I'm not saying just stick find one thing and do that forever. That's the only thing you do. Right, right, <laughs> nah, right. I'm saying no. don't be don't be so complacent and just so fast paced to where, you know, you move on from something right when it's finna go. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know, everything is finna happen. Oh man, you oh, you feel like it's going well, so guess what you do? 
all right, I'm gonna start on this another project over here. Right. Mm-hmm. And you start neglecting this project over yeah. here when it was right at the cusp of, of getting where we're supposed to get. Yep. So be intentional uh, in what you want to do and have good intentions of seeing it through before you move on. Perfect. All right, y'all. There y'all have it. It's Woo! Vito, baby. Vito. No, no, no. You, hold no, on. can you? Yeah, no, no. We can't say it how he <clears throat> say it. So go ahead. He gonna do it. It's Vito, baby. <laughs> <laughs> hold on, hold on. Bronx, over the, the Bronx. Bronx. No, well, the Bronx. when we when we getting excited, look, we just getting excited just because, yeah, no, we don't want no smoke. We don't want no smoke. Um, do we have any tours coming up? Or yeah, we actually, uh, we working on the second leg of the Move Swings tour. Okay. Um, I think it's what we doing. October what six, seven, twelve. October 12th is going to be, as right now, is the, the official start date of the Mood Swings Tour. Okay. okay. Second leg. Okay. Uh, please. We had more dates than last. Right. Okay. So. I just have one thing. Please tell oh, me. Oh, yeah. Are you going to New York? Please. Come on, you know I got to go to New York. Tahira, he's coming to New York. You know I got to go to New York. Please tell me you going <laughs> to New York. We got to okay. stop, stop through New York to get to the other city, but we going to come to New York, though. Okay. Listen, he, he listen. He's coming, Ty. I'm um, flying personally, so we could go. Yes, yeah, I think I think a Tahitian treat when I hear Tahitian. <laughs> <laughs> Tahitian treat. Um, bro, I, as soon as them dates drop, you know I'm, I'm, I'm flying. We're actually we're we're at York. yeah. Vito. Uh, uh, oh, oh that was a good one. Uh, we ran y'all game on y'all. <clears throat> um, uh, we don't have to win. Okay. Yeah, like, we're just gonna we'll get be there. there. Just know that. <laughs> Vito, thank you yes, so much. Yes, you absolutely. You know the hey, it's been a pleasure, a joy. Y'all, make Tell sure everybody where he where They got to go follow him yeah, and download the music. Um, yeah, everything is uh, Vito the Singer. That's V E D O T H E S I N G E R. That's Twitter, uh, Instagram. With the little threads thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. YouTube, all that good stuff. <laughs> Facebook is Vito. Um, yeah, man. A stream of new uh, single, Intentional. Intentional, it's yes. Crazy. New album on the way. Um, hey. So, yeah, look out for that. This is this will be my uh, seventh that, album. Yes, because you got... Yeah. He yes, got music out the ass. Y'all stay tuned, mm-hmm. man. We got, some, tuned. we got some big things happening, man. I'm so grateful that I'm still here and still able to release music comfortably after seven albums. So, that's a blessing. Seven is the number of completion. When can so we see you on NPR Tiny Desk? When they... Uh, we need that. No, you was killing You it. was killing yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Come on now. Yo, um, well, I think we actually actually had some talks with them too, so it's coming soon. Okay, good. We, we need that. We love that. I got enough popular records now. Oh, you do. You, do. Right. you have you a do. full yeah. catalog. Right. Okay. <laughs> Would you already know Most I definitely. am Chanel Simone, your favorite Brooklyn baby. <laughs> Chanelica, all of that. Make sure you follow me at I am Chanel Simone. And y'all know who it is. It's your girl April B, your favorite media maven. And don't forget to follow me at it's April B underscore underscore on all social media platforms. Make sure y'all also follow the Flu Here Grew Here podcast on everything FHGH podcast. It. And don't forget we drop new episodes every Wednesday, 8 p.m. And it drops on all streaming platforms too. Shout out to Lisa again, Media Girls Network. We got Vito in the building. Y'all know what it is. And we'll see you guys next week. Bye.